Welcome to Dreamers and Unicorns, brought to you by People Strong. Hey, Ginny, who do we have today? Well, Abhijit, today our guest is National Award-winning music director Shantanu Moitra, and you can talk to him about decoding creativity and uncharted careers. Okay, great. Let us start the show. Hey, how do you prepare for jobs that do not exist today? You know, until apps were mainstream, there was no way to become an app developer. Until a drone is invented, no one looks to becoming a drone engineer. The career path to becoming a doctor or lawyer is fairly structured and well known, but when it comes to becoming, say, a music director for Bollywood, that path is not known. Hi. I'm Abhijit Bhaduri and I work with organizations to transform their leadership teams, talent strategy and culture. My guest today is Shantanu Moitra, who will discuss what we can learn from him about building a career as a creative professional. Hey Shantanu, welcome to the show. When you want to become a music director, it's never a straight path. I mean, we know how to become a doctor, we know how to become an engineer, but how does one decide to become a music director how did you navigate this path uh usually people don't want to become music composers why um because there is no precedence so when uh, they primarily fail or get bored or completely fatigued in other things they kind of levitate towards music composition mm-hmm. it it is generally not a career choice especially at a time when i was there uh it is changing now uh but uh, so basically a bunch of defaults and superb coincidences bring you towards uh, being a music composer but uh, generally uh, if somebody wants to be a music composer you know it's a it's an incredible thing that because of my background in the corporate world i think i have survived so long uh, with the kind of ideologies that i have and it's primarily again uh, the way you take care of a brand abhijit which is basically first is passion mm-hmm. um second is your involvement with that passion it goes beyond a 9 to 6 job okay you're constantly thinking about the brand and third is thinking out of the box um what we always know as brand positioning where there is crowd be away from that uh pretty much music composition is all those things it's just music composition or composer or director makes it an art form but it's pretty much like a, a, any economic graph module for it's uh, a business as yeah, well absolutely and 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 think the business of selling a tune that's mm. huge uh, there is one part of it is composing how the hell do i connect it with you why would somebody pay me for that how do i convince a guy that uh, at the at the concept of this will be heard by a million people how the hell do you do that so it's all those things uh, which come together which is exactly what you guys do when you're kind of launching a brand or creating a bang or or rediscovering a brand and that's how it goes so did you want to become a musician or did you want to become a music director composer what what's the difference i mean is there a different path you would take uh, in terms of your thinking um so you ask me two questions in one <laughs> question like you usually do so the first part is that um, uh, how do you become a music composer no mm-hmm. idea in my case i ran away from the corporate world uh the op- first door which was open was music com- uh, uh, music director's door and i entered without thinking and when i entered i liked the place okay so, mm-hmm. so often in life we don't think too much uh, there's a big uh, lesson from me is that sometimes we hugely rationalize things that we're doing and it doesn't work out sometimes the instinct kind of just 
it just works magically the difference between a music composer and a director is uh, primarily a music composer is somebody who comes with a tune pa pa ra ta ra ra okay mm-hmm. what instrument will this play who will sing how will the mixing go what will the engineering be like how will the mastering be like that is beyond the purview of a music composer that goes into music direction he's the the person is directing the music towards a particular ideology or a particular place mostly mostly music composer is also a music director but it is quite possible that the music director is not the music composer so whatever you're creating you to have ownership of that tune and give it a complete package is the job of a music director and a music composer and which in india is doesn't exist just like that but in many ways in the world a music composer can just create a tune and give it to the music director saying this is composition now you do what you want to do and um, so that that's the difference basically so how do you work with the instruments that you don't play i mean you play the guitar that's <clears throat> great and you play some of the percussion instruments mm-hmm. but there could be an oboe there could be a saxophone there could be some instruments which you have no clue how to play how did you know that this particular piece will sound better if i use that instrument so abhijit it's a myth that a music composer or director may not know to play any instrument at all there are many many examples in the world where they don't know how to play playing an instrument has nothing to do with composition um because composition always happens in the head and um it's you just need to have the ability to know how that instrument is played uh, that is without playing it so for example a line like you know clearly well that that sounds like a probably a sarod and a sitar this is not a guitar line that's all that you need to know so mm-hmm. when you're composing and the specific brief is that hey we want something indian and we want a sitar so that's the kind of line you will come with this cannot be a sitar line this is a guitar line that's how you basically composer works it out he doesn't have to play these things instrument himself in fact incredible thing is that um, sal choudhury the great mm-hmm. sal choudhury mm-hmm. he always felt uh, that when you are composing never touch the instrument because then you become biased towards that instrument and that composition becomes that instrument heavy so composer basically puts her hands in his pockets goes for a walk whistles sees some trees has a nice coffee and comes up with a composition in the head which is completely a bereft of any instrument he's playing i think whatever comes to his head is that moment the purest form so it's something like the skeleton in the human body absolutely so that's the tune <clears throat> correct and then you embellish it you know so the skin and bones and hairstyle and all of that as the instruments that you're adding to yeah, it yeah yeah um you know usually in many of the fields you say practice makes one perfect and one of the things that one hears is you know creativity is all about staying fresh mm-hmm. So does practice in music uh, does it make you perfect or does it kill your creativity what happens uh, practice in music or practice in composition which are you talking about Qu- which uh, tell the, me about the both. two different things because mm-hmm. uh, practice in an instrument is of course it's it's a muscle memory so the more you play the more those lines are inbuilt in your system and you don't have to struggle about those lines it's it's really any 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 practices is is good problem happens in composition because that muscle you can't even see the brain muscle what's happening mm-hmm. but this is beautifully explained by gulzar and he tells me that shantanu the problem with your generation is that 
यू गाइज थिंक दैट कि ये एक ट्यून आ गया मुझे दिस कमिंग ऑफ अ ट्यून टू मी यू थिंक इट्स वाओ सो इज नो दैट्स अ गिवन इफ यू आर कंपोजर और इफ यूर पोएट दैट फर्स्ट इट विल कम लाइक दैट दैट्स अ गिवन वट डू यू डू विद इट एंड ही ऑलवेज गिवन अमेजिंग एग्जाम्पल ऑफ आर डी बर्मन ही सर ही कंपोज ट्यून इन प्रॉबली थर्टी सेकेंड्स अ मिनट but he never said this to anybody he mm. would spend the next day chiseling honing cutting doing all those things and adibarman's point of view was that at a worst case scenario i have something which came to me in 30 seconds it cannot get worse than that so if i spend some more time uh, for example mera kuch saman tumhare paas pada hai that song mm-hmm. um, that tune would have happened exactly in 10 minutes flat when he was sitting with asha bhosle but for the next 10 days he kept at it kept at it kept at it kept at it and it just got better and better so yeah the effort the practice as a composer to just ensure that uh, the tune which is coming in your head at that moment may not be the greatest tune in the world but what you make of it after putting that labor and work that could probably touch people's hearts so um the problem with my art form is that hard work is supposed to be a bad thing in the sense that tu to artist hai you're an artist so you're not supposed to work yeah. hard yeah so hard work is a downer you know like mm-hmm. what the uh, corporate people like you do hard work <laughs> <laughs> so what should we but no i think the the, the the key is that the hard work is um completely exclusive of uh, whatever you're doing and and i and i mean at the end of it obviously the thing is that if you enjoy what you do mm mm-hmm. I don't ever ever think that the last incredible 20 years of my life has been one bit of a hard work. It's because it's been so incredibly enjoyable that the hard work doesn't register in your head. And that's why I enjoy what I do. So I think you know there is an element of uh, craft which is you know you know how to create tunes you know have an idea of how different instruments sound and all of that. then as you nurture and polish it that's when you really put your own stamp so that's the art part of it and then there is uh, the business of selling like you said how do you sell that so that's the business part of it so art business and craft really become the abc's of correct whatever you do you know it doesn't matter whether mm-hmm. in the office mm-hmm. or otherwise what is your routine for getting into the zone when you're composing are you a morning person do you write music in the middle of the night do you go somewhere specific to write do you write in a studio how does it work for you um definitely not at home home for me is away from uh, i listen to a lot of music that's home but i never sit down with a composition in my house uh, the reason is that i am the kind of guy who uh, needs to be near the action that's when my my uh composition part of my brain kicks in what i what i really mean is that there are two kinds of composers mm-hmm. one who create data banks of tunes and keep it mm-hmm. and then as and when the work comes they choose which of the compositions choose that kind of work and they align this to that okay what i i have never been able to do that so i can only do once the client and the client is anybody who's hiring me to do the job when the deal is done mm-hmm. okay so we have a job okay i'm going to charge this much um okay deliverables time date 
format done my composition switches on now before this conversation i can't create something and just keep it because it's, you need to know what the brief is yeah i am i it's i'm a tailor made composer i i need to for example when i'm doing a uh 3 dates or I, when i'm doing an october or when i'm when i'm doing a munna bhai it's tailor made to that any of these songs cannot go anywhere else um but but when it comes to non film or for example my albums like apke savan or manke manjire whatever there what i've done is i have become my own client and this is a very important point abhijit even in life for people who are not part of the music world but in corporate mm-hmm. or they're doing something working mm-hmm. with a brand generally we start thinking once the phone call comes mm. hey so this is the meeting tomorrow we need to do this presentation boom it's starting working so you're pretty much wired to react to instructions mm mm-hmm. but if you can develop a part of you where you simulate an instruction which is not there so what i do is when i was doing up ke seven i became my own client i created my own brief i created my own timelines i made my own calls so ashantanu mitra calls up shantanu mitra saying that hey what diwali is coming we need to release this album before that okay and do one thing in this album don't use any dholak and tabla and all those things because everybody's using it mm-hmm. so give me a sound which is beyond it i'm i'm briefing myself mm-hmm. i've created the pressure nobody's called me but i've i've simulated this thing and now i'm working it works incredibly well when you're working in an organization where everything is instruction based if beyond the call of duty you did create i think it's a great way of breaking the clutter and rising up the pyramid because then somebody up there is saying you know what he was not supposed to be doing this but he's done this on his own good or bad is a different thing in the everyday um, flow of work when somebody does something like this that person really stands out and you know this guy is passionate about this otherwise why was he why would he do this right. and that is a great way to break a clutter do something where you don't need permission to do, do correct it. you know you instruct yourself you also use correct. that same kind of phase correct. when you're working with people shantanu how do you spot talent i mean i'm going to assume that somebody who's a singer needs to be good at singing mm-hmm. i'm going to take mm-hmm. that out of the equation mm-hmm. what else do you look for ability to become nothing um first and foremost that's mm-hmm. biggest thing for me that who you are what you are what are you coming from how many competitions you have won um how many facebook likes you have how many youtube uh, uh, hits you have at the moment when you're setting across do you have ability to become invisible i think that's the key abhijit what about the craft is what about the vertical in life is if you have the ability to become invisible that's when people start trusting you that's when people start talking to you if you were this huge entity who filled up the room mm-hmm. other people would be completely quiet i can teach him how to sing in front of the microphone mm-hmm. i can teach him how to um, modulate his voice uh, i can't teach him humility and it's only when you're zero and that's a, that's an ancient in philosophy that one, only when you're zero you're opening your doors to outside knowledge but why sh- you're giving this person the tune that is uh, fixed you this person knows how to sing where does humility feature in the song um you give the tune to the singer and the singer there are two kinds of roots so is that he wants to a lot of stuff to it or he says that i don't know whether i can do this or not now i need some time 
uh, and always time helps doing things better. You will only need time once you're zero. You will never need time once you're something. Okay. Uh, and that is the key. The ability to say, I'm unsure. The words like unsure, I don't know. Maybe, let me try. They are the assets in the art world. Incredibly, I've been also in the corporate side where these same words are uh, go against find, against the thing. In, yeah, in, in conference room tables, I've you don't say the word that um, uh, I don't maybe, know. Maybe sure. you don't say that, and that is the problem with the corporate world, Abhijit, where everybody's pretending to be sure. Where I hope that the conference room was like the recording studio, where it's allowed that word maybe could be allowed because uh, if we were so sure of everything, we would have everything would have been perfect. And you're. Pretty much replicating what you've done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then it becomes that you're trying to please, uh, um, as you said, an audience and all that. I don't need all that. Be true to the composition has an idiom. The composition has a direction. The composition has a home. Mm. Be true to that. Don't clutter it with people and what they want because you don't know what people want. No way in hell you know. We always give examples of creating music, art for people, who actually is the most variable factor in life. Today you eat Chinese, tomorrow you eat butter chicken. Today you're red, tomorrow you're white. Tomorrow you go into this car, tomorrow I feel like going on a train. It's the most variable factor. Mm -hmm. You cannot create something for that variable factor. The least you can do is create it for yourself. At least it works or doesn't work. You did it with your conviction. It's miserable and it's happened many, many times that you did it for people, it didn't work and you just said that, you know what, I didn't do it for myself. I did for people. So it's a complete waste of the opportunity which I got. And I think that is a fundamental thing, whatever you're doing. First, you be convinced. First, you be happy with it. First, you enjoy what you're doing. And just leave the responsibility to the people to somebody else. Because we like to play God, Abhijit, constantly. As if we are responsible for... We have no clue. Uh, people don't listen to this kind of music anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's amazing that whenever we do a film score, suddenly uh, the, the producers say, Ki yaar, uh, ye, um, uh, audience paan wala hai, for example. Hmm. So, paan wale ko, uh, aega, which is the most ridiculous thing that probably last he had paan 35 years back. He has no clue who the paan wala is. And the truth is actually, the paan wala who has a radio is playing all India radio, which is playing just retro. Hmm. So, his knowledge of music is pretty good. Okay. And so, it's just that we've suddenly created a target group, an audience, thinking that the work should reach there, where I have no connect with the target group or audience. And that's, a, again, a fundamental thing in, 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 in brand building or whatever we do. Whatever you're talking about, know that person, mm-hmm. know that group, go out there, spend time with that person. Then you'll know in rea- reality who that person is. I mean, there's an amazing movie, and I always recommend this to people, especially CEOs of companies to see it. It's an old film by Rajesh Khanna. Um, um, I'm forgetting the name. Um, but the concept was amazing. There's a guy, Rajesh Khanna, has a truck accident. He's a truck driver. Dushman. Dushman. Oh my God. Okay. Look at the concept. Yeah. He has a he has yeah. an accident and he's... He, so the usual thing is an accident, you put behind bars and jail. The judge says no. That person's family he got killed, that person who got killed, Go to his family, spend two years, and that is your punishment. And that is such an amazing idea. Going to the prison is so easy. 
but mm-hmm. going there dealing with that loss being responsible for that loss without telling them that is what is doing the metamorphosis in you and eventually when you're coming out you know what you did what you're part of and what is that universe that is the fundamental for anything creative and i don't mean just art i mean even even the brand building it is part of it know the target audience let me take a quick moment here to talk about our partner people strong dreamers and unicorns is brought to you in partnership with people strong who are just as excited as i am about this new code of work that is emerging the future of hr tech is open and connected it must become part of the employee's work and getting information from your hr tech system must be as easy as getting information from a friend yes that's how it should be people strong's hr tech products in the space of talent acquisition workforce management talent management and its intelligent collaboration platform called zippy have made it a popular choice for enterprises right across asia so i think one of the pieces that i uh, believe what we can learn from the arts is Uh, the ability to do things without necessarily looking at a return on investment absolutely so what is the point of listening to this everything doesn't have to be a point is what you are really talking about and um, uh, music is not always active listening mm-hmm. for example mm-hmm. in terms of numbers at the moment podcast listening is abysmal mm-hmm. but you're doing it mm-hmm. because you believe there is goodness in this okay mm-hmm. today you believe tomorrow that belief will become faith and day after tomorrow with this ideology 20 more people will be listening it 20 will become 100 100 will become a movement because it's it started with an ideology okay you didn't if you I would look at numbers you guys wouldn't do a podcast mm-hmm. that is the beauty of what you're doing that is the beauty of what you're doing and that is what i'm saying that in any what do you do brand or whatever it is that there there is that one point when you know that you know what this is important this is important like my child's education similarly a podcast similarly listening to a ghazal uh, listening to um badigulam khaniga's one one bandish uh, in 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 an entire world of char bottle vodka which is great if even two people heard that bandish from bade gulam ali khan but isn't Why that not? available already on youtube and spotify and various uh, you don't go and... to youtube to search there are billion things so you need to know trigger. what to look for exactly and mm. that can only come and, and and actually in a larger perspective this has to be a government policy where in they say to the radio channels that hey you know what 12 hours 12 hours 10 hours you play what you feel like sure 2 hours has to be this 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 and this and this otherwise you don't get a license I went to a radio station um, three years back, mm-hmm. and I noticed on the notice board, and I'm not saying the radio station, and this was across all radio stations, that from next month, no non-film will be played. Wow! It's a dictum. It's a dictum. Okay. Well, you should feel happy. You're the Bollywood guy, so play only Shantanu's no, music. No, but <laughs> my 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 source of inspiration. and here's a very interesting thing abhijit and this is so apt for your brand you are selling watches mm-hmm. your inspiration cannot be just watches your inspiration has to be life has to be people has to be stories and that's if only you get that knowledge bank can you know how to sell a watch 
if you were only selling watches in the business of watches, you will not go anywhere. Any brand is not just about that brand. It's about the universe it's part of. Uh, Omega. Mm-hmm. Right in the beginning, before they had asked NASA, this is an amazing case study, they had said that we would like to sponsor and if your astronaut could wear a watch of ours. And they said, that, you know what? Wearing a watch is not a problem, but we can't wear the watch over the suit. So it'll be under the suit. So you can't see the brand. Mm-hmm. Okay. And while the, exped- the mission is on, you cannot be part of the brand. Only once it's over, you can do what you want. They agreed to it. Omega, Neil Armstrong going to moon. Kya connection here? There's no connection. All that they did was, once the National Geographic Inside cover opened, there was the photograph of Neil Armstrong standing there and the Omega watch, which just said the time could go to the nation. It just, it just elevated an idea to a bigger place. Now, somebody would have said, Kiar, why do you have to run after a space program? You're already a watch company. Mm. A brand don't get like that. A musician does not become a musician if he only did what he was doing. I, if I only concentrate on Bollywood, where would my Hazara Khwaish Aisi, Bavra Man, where would me Piyu Bole, where would be my, uh, my October theme, where would they all come from if the non-film was not existed, if I had not heard those things in All India Radio. And today, when you say all f- songs sound similar, it's because the inspiration pool is all dried up, Abhijit. Yeah, it, it's and, important. And it's an incredible thing. You talked about that music program uh, where they used to play uh, classical, you know, film songs which are based on classical music. Correct. Sangeet Sarita. I, I think I learned so much of... One great inspiration is you, where I ho- want people to follow you on LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever. It's amazing. You are basically a co-strength of HR. And HR is the most boring thing I've ever heard in my life. But how interesting. <laughs> Thank you very much for the how, great endorsement. How, how, I'm sure even you found it very boring and realized that, you know, how do I make it interesting when I'm talking to people? So there's incredible sketches you do. Um, the, the Simply through pictures, you make complex uh, problems um, easily understood. What are you doing? You're decluttering. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're decluttering in your own way. You're using other verticals to talk about HR. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah, so what you're suggesting is bring all your hobbies and your interests into the work that you do to enrich not just yourself, but you're also actually giving back to people something which is not easily available. You know, it's not the off-the-shelf kind of a product. And it's you're more breaking the clutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I want to, for a minute, talk about how technology has changed the world of music and composition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for example, when you were recording Kurtalain Balosh, Balosh yeah. you know, you she recorded the stuff over Skype, and yeah. then you said, well, tell me about that. I mean, how doesn't it, uh, you know, music, is it not composed simultaneously or do uh-huh. you not react to each other? That's ideal, mm-hmm. but... Um, uh, the soundscape is so huge, it's so huge that uh, the soundscape of life is so huge that often you need to, it's a great joy to put a telescope and sing a moon. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't go to the moon, mm-hmm. but you're using a device to bring it closer, so you feel you're part of it. Technology is at, at the moment going through that phase where um, for this particular song in Pink, um, uh, both Shujit and me decided and, and Ronnie who's the producer this is this incredible voice and uh, I remember Ronnie actually played it to me 
uh, her 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 uh, nickname is uh, the world knows her as QB QB yeah Kurtalen so Baruch. I say I heard that voice and and knowing the story of Pink I said oh my God this is this is like a voice I really love but she was in New York that time she lives in New York and um, uh, it is not possible because I was that time a scoring was going on so meeting with a problem and all that so well um, Skype came to our help uh, we got introduced on Skype and we chatted and all that and then um, I sent her the tracks over uh, internet and then she heard it so while she was singing she uh, there was a camera on I could see her and hear her and I said okay you know that line can be better oh this is great and whatever so we were interacting like it is mm-hmm. and um, you know you know which is very strange in many studios in Bombay because of space problem like the window you can see behind where you can see the engineer the producers, you can't yeah. see that mm. so they have put a camera so they are also seeing your image so that's just 10 feet away and this is 10,000 kilometers away the concept is the same right. so um, we did that and if this technology would not have been there mm-hmm. uh, it would have been I would have to let go of QB uh, incredible the same thing had happened um, in October wherein um, I had gone to St. Petersburg and um, we recorded stuff and all that and came back and because this is the theme from October uh, the the one of the scores apart from the theme one of the scores in the in the in the while the movie was on hmm. so there was an incredible pianist who was not part of the team who was recording he mm-hmm. had come for something else and i heard him playing and it was there in my mind and then when i came back while i was doing something i needed a part we, we needed some amazing piano playing and i remembered that guy mm-hmm. so i reached out to him who was now in i'm in i'm in bombay and he is in st petersburg reached out to him and said that you know what um, i heard you that day and uh, i'm sending you a piece and uh, you know i wanted to play he said okay uh, the producers in the middle worked out the costs so credit cards were sli- uh, swiped uh, money was transferred to his bank as soon as the money reached him i'm giving you technology uh, uh, i reached him um, he gave me a message saying um, all set for recording tomorrow 10 am 10 am he was there in the studio my time i worked it out and he was there i could see him he played some stuff i was not happy with the miking a bit and i said what am i looking for he said okay give me a, give me 20 minutes and he kind of uh, you know uh, said saying and while he was doing that mm. one of his assistants very sweet he said you know what this studio has an amazing story this was uh, um, during the um, uh, the czar used to come here to listen to the symphony before the actual symphony was being played the next day this was like a rehearsal room this okay. recording studio is huge you know it's, it's a gothic structure so they did me a tour of the place sitting in bombay i'm seeing while they're making that place so there's a story also happening there wow and then uh, they backed it and i heard it that's technology for you why does a music composer or director uh, need to travel and do mountaineering and all of that just you know where does that come from So who the hell knows where you need it? You, you just do it. This is like when they asked Mallory that why do you climb Everest? He said because it's there. Because it's yeah. there. So for me too, it's such a beautiful place. Uh, um, and also how my brain works is the more I go away from my core strength, which is mm. music, the more I'm inspired about music. Yeah, true. And, and they are mutually exclusive. Music, apparently they're so-called music. they are mutually exclusive which is uh, music what i do and otherwise travel about 14000 feet across the himalayas but only time taught me how inclusive they are 
because it's the stories it's the things it's something your 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 palate is opening up um um uh, for the same reason that i've 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 read biographies of van gogh is he was crazy about going to the sea you know mm-hmm. seaside he spent a lot of time in um, picasso so much of time in seaside it's it's just staring at the sea and you're an artist you'll understand this staring at a sea he found any other palette too restrictive in the sense of paper a4 mm. a6 but when he stood in front of that vast ocean that palette was what he wanted and he was to create this like a screen and in his head he used to paint so it's like a boundaryless, boundaryless canvas yeah so who knows who knows where what connects abhijit but the question is it's important to step out and the importance of side projects you know what you do on the side very often those actually form uh, this is a wonderful and you've been part of this uh, throughout I, when i was doing himalayas uh, 100 in himalayas i was talking to you about it and you had said an amazing thing that um, um i i mean there's no visuals out here but let me try and uh, create this visual the way you told me he said that um you have a core strength which is music so you're standing on one leg um a strong gust of wind and you will kind of shake up but suppose <laughs> yeah, yeah. you you had another strength which is like you love traveling and writing blogs and writing stories now that's two legs you're much more stable uh, you knew i love to cook he said imagine now you also love cooking and um, you're seriously looking at you know worst case scenario profession or something that's three legs so what is happening is you're not just dependent on one craft every side project could become a main project yeah if the situation becomes that and that i think is the most incredible thing ojit you said because i primarily did 100 days in himalayas to run away from music i was tired of the youtube likes mm. you know that game so i didn't even take an instrument music nothing i just went you didn't carry a guitar nothing nothing wow. it's only when 30 days in the journey i started humming tunes as i was trekking there something happening there on its own now it's not based on a brief it's just coming which had hitherto completely forgotten what was it like and i started recording them because uh, my colleague drutiman told me that shandruna this sounds like an interesting tune when you put it down i started putting them down on the recorder and uh, lo and behold when i came back and i heard the compositions it just seemed of somebody else they were all classically and folk based which became a concert later on now see how it happens mm. i didn't set out to do this but this journey made me do something which was dug so deep inside me and what came out was so new it's like a new earth um that if i had not done this side project uh, i wouldn't have known that part of me also existed so often uh, which is in life uh, these side projects become the oxygen yeah and that help you do things which are uh, you never thought you would but if i what to ask you if you had never 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 to worry about money what is it that you would do i still don't worry about money uh, because i've gone beyond it i have i have uh, worked out the same worst case scenario if it happens and i'm extremely comfortable with it which is what the 100 days in himalayas taught me i saw people so happy abhijit with so little and you realize that you are completely in a fool's paradise out here you know uh, um will it be a two bedroom or three bedroom or four bedroom this car that car just one house but they still have meals together abhijit and not just the family four other houses because that terrain is about being together they realize that you cannot survive on your own happiness is in sharing 
वन बॉइल्ड पोटैटो जिसके नमक से कट इन फोर पीसेस नो बिग डील टॉकिंग अ लिटिल राइस अड्डा लाफ्टर लिटिल म्यूजिक उतना ही है बॉइल्ड राइस और पोटैटो and then this is really the 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 joy of conversations and yeah and and and, and that's it and because at the end of it um, uh, in big metros and big city we sometimes miss the point which is basically that if you can try and earn mm-hmm. which is important i can understand but also be happy you know it'll be wonderful why do they have to be mutually exclusive and to do that again i'm going back to that first sentence you have the ability to become zero um if you think that you know what i've spent 25 years in this company and this is the kind of experience i have so that person needs to be talk to me like this or the guy has to open the door for me when i'm entering they are they're they're extras in life trapping they yeah. cannot they cannot be the reason True. why you did what you do that's why i've said the ability to be zero and i have met some amazing people who are right at the top of their craft who i mean i i have to give an example of the legend zakir hussain me and sharda my wife were entering we were going to meet him and he quickly got out of the seat and he opened the door wow you know and the it, tabla legend yeah, zakir hussain the legend and he's opening the door because uh, the ladies entering you know nice. uh, a small small thing like that and i think agar utna hi rahe na then to be happy you don't need too much here uh, rest is our egos <laughs> mm. and i'm really going to hope that you uh, open that restaurant which i'm hoping and i'm dropping hints to. numerous I would, times i would love to, you know, I would love to. and that i would be invited time yeah. and again to go there and yes, yes. eat all the stuff that yes, you made yes. thank you so very much for being here it was just so lovely thank learning you. from you thank, thank you bhujit and i i constantly learn from you and i just and, and i think you want me to open a restaurant i think you should have an exhibition of your lovely um, creations art and uh, and, and uh, what do you call it uh, sketch notes sketch, sketch notes that's an amazing idea for uh, exhibition thank you so very much thank and you. look forward to that thank you Thank you for listening to this episode of Dreamers and Unicorns by People Strong, season 1 of the New Code of Work series. And if you like the show or have any feedback for us, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I'm Abhijit Bhaduri and you can find me at Abhijit Bhaduri on LinkedIn as well as Twitter. This show is brought to you by People Strong, Asia's leading work and HR tech company. For more information, visit their website at newcodeofwork.com. Dreamers and Unicorns is a Made in India production. Editorial producers: May Thomas and Sean Phantom. Producer: Sharanya Subramanian. Assistant producer: Janam Devan. Sound design and edited by: Karthik Kulkarni.